The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Reference. <laughs> you can do better than that. Everybody else is doing it. <laughs> Something about a warlock. I would like to change the title of our show, and I've been thinking about this really hard, to Sheentervention. What do we do? What are we doing to Sheentervention? Basically, we just we cry out to Charlie Sheen and tell him how his lifestyle is hurting us personally. Yeah, I don't care if you destroy yourself with drugs, Charlie. Just stop saying such cool things that my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era can't keep up. Do you know like, my I, favorite thing about the Charlie Sheen um, psychobilly freakout that's going on right now? My very favorite that? thing about it is that he's finally openly talking about how he wants to make Major League 3, but it's like, <laughs> dog, they already made Major League 3, and it had Scott Bakula in it, but I guess he doesn't accept Major League that's 3. That's not canon. It's not, he doesn't, canon. He, it's not canonical. Like, sorry, no. Bakula. I, just, I, worry about how this, and he's I worry about how this canon is affecting sheet. that fat little kid. You mean no, I have, I'm not a major league fan, so I'm going to have to take your word that there's a fat little kid. <laughs> By the way, guys, that scene in uh, in being John Malkovich is like triply awesome now. How great <laughs> is that scene where he's hanging out with Charlie Sheen? Now that movie's even crazier, as if. You as think if that's it, when it flipped? That's when it flipped. Now it's even like, it's like triple. Hi, we're my brother, my brother, and me. It's an advice show for the modern era. I'm your host, Justin McElroy. I'm uh, another host, Travis McElroy. And I am yet another host, Griffin McElroy. So this is our 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 fun our fun drive. Is that is that our our last fun drive show? Is that accurate? It is yeah. our final fun drive show. Yeah. The fun the drive year. is ended. And the now it's just a slog to Christmas. We have nothing what you can't see to. is I'm slowly loosening my tie and rolling up my sleeves and pushing a big broom to sweep up all the fun drive stuff. It's very sad. <laughs> it got, no, it goes on for another week. But, 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 oh, uh, shit. Why am I cleaning up? Don't clean up. Leave that streamer up. That took me forever. I have to get a ladder now. Thank you so much. Uh, but more on that later. Right now, let's get right into the advising, the advice, the learning, the growing. Thank you, by the way, to those who have already given... Uh, it, it it is it is hugely helpful to us, and we love you more than we can words can say. And so, for those about to give, about we to salute give. you, salute you. And those who never away. give, suck old bub. Get out of here, <laughs> you joke right. thief. All right, great. <laughs> A friend wants to be my roommate, but I would rather not room with him. What should I tell him? That's from Wobbly Orbit on Twitter. Suck Wobbly old bub. Underscore. <laughs> what trap? What Griff? Suck old bub. You tell okay, him to suck wait, old bub. I need to break that down. What are you saying exactly? Suck old bub. Suck old bub. Suck old bub. That's something da- our dad used to say. Um, Not to us, like in a 
grimy way, though. You no, should, God, no. Like, um, you didn't finish your homework. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> mainly a, people who, who cut him off in the Kroger's parking lot, he would give him, break him off a piece of his mind. Yeah. He'd also, also to be most, fair, yeah, he'd yell, hat-wearing geek-a-boy, which... to call him hat-wearing geek-a-boy, which I don't know. Well, he was wearing a hat. <laughs> to be fair, that gentleman was wearing a hat, and he had yeah. sort of a geek-a-boy aura about him. He, he was biting the heads off chickens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your friend, they don't sound like a really dope friend, because you don't want to room with them. So I would say, like, if you had a stratosphere of friends, they're in the, not in the upper stratosphere. I would say they're in the lower, sort of our earthbound stratosphere. So just tell them straight up, because if you hurt his feelings, you don't seem to like him that much, right? I mean, does that make sense? I'm I'm sitting here like racking my mind trying to come up with a sentence, especially now that you've waited. Like he's brought it up and you said, <laughs> let me think about it. Oh no, yeah. Yeah, like you come back and go, listen, I thought about it. And no, there's no, nothing worse than no. that situation you proposed. Like I, I can't think come it. up with something to say that makes that not awkward. I mull it over in my mouth like a jawbreaker and what I comes out with is just sour in oh. the inside. Oh god. Ugh. This is bitter. This is not good. This I have like literally asked dishes. everyone I know, and everyone thinks you would be a terrible roommate. <laughs> it's out of my hands now. It's in the hands of the people. That's it. Tell them you took a vote, and the vote came out against him. And there's I took an American Idol-style vote, and everyone dialed the number that said not to live with you. I think... I, I, I don't know. I think you can explain it to him. I think that there's a really big difference between being a good friend and a good roommate. Um... And and you can just explain to him, like, I don't think that we would be, I don't think we'd be compatible roommates. I don't think we'd get along as roommates, but we can still be, you know, good friends. I, I, I honestly think that that's the only way to go, is to say, listen, I really value our friendship, and I know that sometimes living with someone can affect that friendship, and I don't want to risk that. That's great. That's uh, just what I was going to say. Like, uh, everybody I know that's room with somebody has ended up hating them, and you're too important to me to that. Yeah, yeah, make sure you say it in the gayest way possible, too. Just like, you're so important to me in my life. <laughs> like, you really love him developing. so much. Um, and then give him a suck old bub. Just to just like, a, put a little bow on it. <laughs> a little rivet in that one. My best friend wants to experiment and try meeting some men. There's a great gay club up the street for me, and I want to take him there to help him out. Two things. I'm straight, and I've never been a wingman before. Uh, an orientation isn't really a problem. Been there a few times with my girlfriend. Had a great time. What I need is some advice on how to be a great wingman. Uh, there are some rules I should know, no matter what the situation. Or does the scenario require something more specific? As from trying to help in Jersey. I think the rules for being a great wingman are universal, no matter what the situation is, and they're pretty simple. I think, like in my opinion, the main job of a wingman is to be interesting enough but not more interesting than the person you're wingmanning for. Like, you are a facilitator of the conversation for that friend. Have either of you ever wingmanned, wingmanned, and A, ever tried, B, ever been successful? Um, Wingman? I I was once or twice in college. I'm not very good at it because I'm I'm very competitive when it comes to, like... And you're um, just so awesome. You're just so awesome that everyone wants... Everyone wants well, to you know, Griffin, I'm not going to say no to that. Um, I think the big, if it, if this listener's experience turns out anything like the ones that I've been a wingman, 
this might conclude with him making out in the bathroom with a fat guy. <laughs> and I think I think you need to prepare yourself sort of mentally and spiritually for that very real, very frightening possibility. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> this isn't worth it. This what steps did I take to get here? <laughs> I have another I have another sort of angle that you need to consider on this. You're a wingman <laughs> leading gay men into a trap of a dude that may or may not be gay. <laughs> it's like a honey friend. trap. This is my friend Greg. Oh, you bet it is. This is my friend Greg. He thinks he might like dudes, but he's not sure. You ready? Let's you're ultimately discuss. you're trying to provide evidence for him. You're basically a he's got a hypothesis that you're testing. You're a bailiff in the court of love, and you need to. You're trying to swing your friend one way or the other um, with as much sweet gay meat as as you can procure. That's, you your, shot that's at, your job. Do you want so to you're shot saying at turning he needs my to focus Billy? on quantity and not quality at this point? Oh, well, I mean, you can you can do both. Yeah, especially if it's a cool gay club. Mm-hmm. I bet there's all kinds of fine, fine man meat there. Oh, it's like a fine man meat buffet. It's, it's like the like like, golden corral of gay it's clubs. It's like a Shoney's breakfast of it's sweet like, gay dudes. It's like a slaughterhouse. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, that's like a I, weird dip. I just spent of meat, like of... All the meat shanks that come are hanging around. The, come on down to the slaughterhouse. Very <laughs> nice. Anything we'll, goes. We'll punch your meat like in Rocky. Hey, come <laughs> on down to Anything Goes. Slaughterhouse Saturdays. <laughs> God damn it. Why haven't I opened up my own gay bar yet? Why haven't you opened up all the gay bars? I would I'd change the up. name every week. You know what I would love? I would love to open a gay club called Some Things Go. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most restrained gay club. Almost go anything down, goes. You want to go down to, you want to go down to some things go. Oh, it's not that anymore. Now it's called the Thirsty Snake. Make your way down, <laughs> Red the Snake. Um, uh, Griffin, you got a yeah, answer? I got a few. Got a handful. Um, that's, uh, I'm sorry. That that's rhetorical. Like I know you probably came prepared. I did. I came correct, and I came prepared. How about this one? This is going to open up an interesting dialogue. This one was sent in by Atiana Kuriyama. Thank you, Atiana. It's by Yahoo Answers user Edetwi, who asks, should the Bible be updated with online etiquette? (laughs) (laughs) What? That's all we get. Well, we know how often the Bible is updated for things like radio etiquette and TV etiquette and moving pictures etiquette. So, yes, of course it should. Okay, so now Thou we know where Travis not stands. Lol with a man, is that I lols with a woman. Is what you're saying? <laughs> Am I Thou the only one? Thou not laugh at meme cats. <laughs> the three out of the three of us who thinks that it definitely, definitely should be updated with online etiquette because everything that happens now, anything that happens that's worth mentioning happens on cyberspace. And happens Jesus on the- spake, Judas, thou shalt betray me. And Judas spake, WTF? What the? <laughs> What's what's the story? Uh, I I, I will say this. I think that um, I would only get behind this if they would make uh, a few verses in there where if you don't if you don't use punctuation, Mm -hmm. Satan himself would come up and drag you down to hell. Sure. He would come and swallow you up whole. Can we get that version? Read B dogs once a day. (laughs) We can we can we can squeeze that into Leviticus along with all the other sort of. The, some of the wackier laws. Uh, <laughs> zanier. Some zanier. of the zanier. Uh, Bible's already pretty zany. I bet you could slip in some online etiquette. 
and 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 and, and not have too many. The thing is, we would need to come up. We would need to come up because obviously the internet wasn't around in the day of uh, of Jesus. So what what we would have to come up with a sort of archaic terminology for the internet that that um, people could read and sort of translate and mean oh oh that by this they they foresaw the internet. This is how this applies. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it would have to be like the uh, like what. The, like a loom. Like the loom. Oh like my the, god. If we start calling the internet the loom, I will be on it way more. Because um, that's, that's a cool metaphor right there. Just do you know what, do you, strings of pornography and... Connecting um, anonymous strangers. So it, it would say, while whilst thou looms, <laughs> don't... Um, do not... Thou shalt not, whilst looming... Um, Thou shalt not forward emails about Obama destroyed the world's food reserves. Naughty. Exactly. We're talking you specifically. And Moses presented to his people the Ten Commandments, and they did respond, TLDR. <laughs> Can we boil those down to five? Uh, maybe. I, I spend... I, I, don't, I don't get out much in the meat space. Most of my time is, is online. Um, yeah. my online presence is strong. I think that it would be nice to have some, some rules that we could teach to youngsters. Something with some, um, you know, some celestial might behind it. Like if you, if you, um, send someone a picture of your dick online, then, then there's going to be some retribution, some holy, holy retribution. Uh, let's, let's, let's reconnoiter here. Like a, an unrequested picture of your dick, right? Yeah. Like right. they want it. I think you'd be at a blessing, I would think. I think that it's time for the Bible to be updated, is what I'm saying. Hey, Bible, get with the times. Maybe, um, what would we call it? The new Gawker version would be good. <laughs> this is the new, what are you reading? Oh, it's the new Gawker version of the Bible. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a scroll bar on the side that everybody really hates, but we're not going to put that on. So listen, this week we mentioned it before, is, is, uh, is Max Fun Drive. Uh, well, I guess it's like a, it's like a, uh, it's not a week. It's a, an event. It's like a festival. Extravaganza. It's a two week festival. Uh, we are trying to get new supporters for the Max Fund Network, and and a lot of people wonder, well, what does that mean? Well, basically, it means you make a small donation, as much as you could feel comfortable affording, anywhere from we have donations starting at two all the way up to uh, two hundred dollars. We have some great, you know, prizes. Prizes, like you. No, those are good. Game. I like prizes because it you makes like you prizes? feel like you've won something. You've won something. It makes you feel like you're on Bozo's game show. Sure. What was that? At the cheapest levels, I mean, at every level, even the cheapest, you get uh, some Max Fun stickers. You get a Max Fun membership card. Uh, you get uh, access to bonus shows that we recorded. Stop podcast you have recorded. Uh, Jordan Jesse Go recorded one and. Uh, believe there's a judge on hodgman there is it's a bonus episode and there's three videos the sort of like old timey videos that we rift over uh, ours is called us. dating do's and don'ts and it contains basically any any information you would ever need to um secure the affection of of a significant other it's all yeah. right there it's all right there, and um, and then as you go up, you get at ten dollars. We got a tote bag for you that you will love. Make sure you choose the right tote bag. 
Um, and those tote bags are provided uh, by Eco Bags. Thank you very much, Eco Bags. Fucking shill. Get it together, Travis. <laughs> this is about tote bags, not about corporations. Yeah, the Eco Bag folks are very, are very kind uh, to to hook those up for us. Um, as you go out, twenty dollars is a cool wooden USB drive that has a bunch of shows on it. Uh, Thirty five dollars is is my personal favorite. It's the Judge John Hodgman. Post-apocalyptic justice squad? Is that right? Have I? Have that I you did. That now? It's ingrained um, in your mind. It's ingrained in my mind. You get a boat, like a boatload of stuff. Uh, all the the tote bags and all that stuff, but uh, like a uh, the Eton AM FM radio. Uh, the it's it like a like, full like nerd emergency kit. It's yeah, awesome. it is full fact, on. It's called a nerd emergency kit, which is boom, boom shakalaka, uh, and and it goes up from there, and and. Uh, the money that you give, and I think maybe we didn't make this super clear for people last week, the money that you give uh, goes to the Maximum Fund Network, and then the Maximum Fund Network then in turn pays the people who make the shows. So when you give to us, and uh, when you give the Maximum Fund Network, you're saying, I want to support Jordan Jesse Go and Judge John Hodgman and uh, my brother, my brother, me, and then that money goes back to us, and we use it to... Uh, we buy equipment for the show. We buy, we uh, pay for hosting for the show because we have a lot more people downloading it now. It, it, we it get pretty uh, and tough in to the future. Pocket. Like I know that we've had people that have asked about you know live shows and convention appearances and stuff like that. That kind of thing is now a possibility because of our our joining the Max Fund Network. These are things that we're hoping to do in the future with support from listeners like you. All right. They've really helped us to grow and to get the word, the message out to more people, which I know is what you want. Mm-hmm. I know that deep down, that's 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 what you you want everybody to be. You don't want anybody to miss out on the on the experience, the teachings. I I would say that you have had. So if you can, and if you're comfortable doing it, if you're not and you can't afford it, I get it. I do. I honestly, I mean, we have, I, and we love you just the same. We'll never stop loving you. Um, but but if you can do something. Uh, go to http. You gotta include that http forward slash forward slash <laughs> www.maximumfund.org forward slash donate, and uh, you can give there, and you will feel better about it. And as if to add, uh, make it more tantalizing. Jesse, our boss, has drawn a boner shaped thermometer quite accidentally, I think, but he did actually, like, he did will the thermoboner into existence. But sure. as you give. It just fills up. So your generosity is just stroking it. Like and, uh, I want to see it get full. We've gotten a ton of um, of one time donations, and those are awesome. Uh, but we're 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 shooting for twelve hundred uh, donors, and for those, those are the the monthly totals. So uh, yeah, anything you can give. Also, monthly donors. We have uh, we have challenge donors as well. So every new monthly donor we get, the challenge donors chip in an extra uh, five dollars sixty six and a half cents. Which is still just such a ridiculous number. Um, so, so any amount you give as a monthly donor, we get that extra that extra bonus too. So, you know, just think about that because because that the the monthly donors would keep Max Fun afloat and and help us reach that that's the sweet sweet tip of the Thermo Boner. Also, you know, people said that I only listen to you guys and I'm not interested in Max Fun. You know, supporting the whole network. First off, they've been a huge help to us. Second off, uh, you should go listen to all the shows. Third off. When you say that we are your favorite show, when you donate, uh, that that helps us out a lot. Um, that that first, I mean, for 
for nothing else other than pride at the very least mm-hmm. then because I want to crush everybody else. I want mm-hmm. them to know our names. I guess is what I'm saying. I want them to be ashamed of their poor ass fans. I want them to <laughs> quiver. I want them to quiver at your riches. God, my brother, my brother, me. They are rich. They've got some rich fans. I'm afraid. They got of them. some Scrooge McDuck action going on. Plus, if all of you give and you say that my brother, your brother made your favorite show, we can go back to Jesse and be like, "Hey, man, what's up with that cheddar? Let's get see if we can't. Maybe next time you cut a little bit off." For your boys, maybe you use the bigger knife, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Get, slide a little more C-O-I-N our way. We are trying don't. to drown in Velveeta over here. <laughs> Some of us are trying to get so cheesy, and we just need a I would say help. dangerously cheesy. <laughs> help say dangerously make cheesy. some macaroy nachos. And just How about dr- some macaroy and cheese, if you don't mind? Notch bros. Notch bros. <laughs> Notch bros cheesing it up. So anyway, we've, 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 we've taken enough of your valuable time. But if you can, uh, MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. Thank you. Uh, that is our message to you. Um, I am having a hard time saving money and spending it wisely, ironically. <laughs> uh, I'm 23 years old, and already, already money is a big obstacle in life. Do you guys have any tips or tricks for a would-be frugalite? Jake, uh, if you figure it out, please let me know. Send that memo around, Jake. Circulate that that knowledge. Uh, he, I don't, I don't get it, guys. What I do you mean? We've gotten this question before, and I don't. Here's what you do, Jake. If you're about to spend money on something, d- just don't do, don't do it. Go don't do, do something that. else instead. Here's the problem. And for me personally, and I'm going to assume that Jake is in the same boat I am, the ebb and flow of money is like the tide, where between paychecks, as soon as I get paid, it's like high tide, and I'm so excited that I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'm rich, and like I'll go, and that's when I buy groceries, and then I go, and I pay my bills, and then I go out drinking, (coughs) and then by like two days before the next paycheck, it's low tide, and I'm so sad for two days, and I can't do anything. I can't even afford a cup of coffee. But then, it's paycheck time again, and I'm so excited that I rush out and spend all my money. And it's just, it's kind of it's, that hills hey, and valleys. Hey, Scraps. Hey, Scraps. Uh-huh. Yeah. We know why the, it's fucked up. <laughs> we need to, <laughs> we, I, we, I think he's pretty well aware of how it feels to be shitty at this. Like, I don't well, so I really, but here's my advice. There's a narration on that. Never stop pretending like you're broke. Because as soon as you get that high of like a paycheck, you go and you spend it. Like Yeah, if you can save that in like your sense memory, like remember what it feels like, that shitty feeling of like I can't do anything. I am so broke right now. Mm-hmm. If you can like capture that and hold on to it in a crystal, maybe in like a talisman that you keep around your neck. Um Travis, can you can you give me um an analogy for what a crimson tide would be? Um, a crimson tie is like when you become an assassin and all your money is from killing people. So the blood the, just rolls into the, and the blood, thought, blood money. I thought it would have something to do with when you don't have any money and also a bunch of poisonous krill uh, somehow washes <laughs> up in your krill that's humor. A, a little what, something for everybody this week. That's what that uh, is, yeah. <laughs> Jake, uh, I like I, I've started using the internet a lot for this, and I think I might have given this pro tip before, but whatever. Uh, defer your your gratification, get in that habit. If you see you see something in the store that you want to buy, just say to yourself like, "Hey, I bet it's cheaper on Amazon. 
and then by the time you get home, you'll forget about it. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Every I know at least I know I do. There's too much good sh- stuff to to. Also, it's really tempting. Like it's, I find it personally hard to pay for the things I know I have to pay for, and I instead want to buy the things I want to buy. And so, if you get paid and immediately like pay your bills, pay rent, pay you know off credit cards, anything like that, like immediately, don't wait. And then whenever money is left over, try to save that or try to use that money for fun things. Because if you spend your money on fun things first. You're going to spend your sweet bill money and you're not going to be able to pay for, you know, your car and stuff. Sell your teeth. Sell your teeth. Just yeah. sell those teeth. There is. You got sell beautiful them. teeth there. Uh, you selling? Uh, could I talk you out of those teeth for, I don't know, cool hundo? Nice chompers. Want some cheddar? My dearest, my brother, my brother, me. I found myself in a predicament I've never been in before. I've fallen in love with someone several magnitudes less intelligent than me. I'm not going to laugh at this person. I'm making this pledge to myself. I'm not going to make cruel jokes at their expense. I'm telling this, myself this mantra before I read the rest of the question. Here we go. We've been dating for five months, and our relationship is absolutely wonderful. However, I'm afraid of using words she probably doesn't know or making references to things not found on The Real Housewives in fail of making her feel dumb. Fuck you! I thought I'd get through it. Can this relationship actually work out? Thank, thank you, dumbfounded in Indiana. A follow-up question. Dear my brother, my brother, and me, I've recently started dating a guy who thinks he's much, much smarter than me. <laughs> he's a real dullard and an asshole, but... Um, oh, shit, man. Oh, man. Listen, uh, there's... Of course, th- by, by default, this is a problem that we can't help but enter into, just because yeah. of our station. I'm just gonna dip my toe in there. Yeah. I love uh, you so much, you fucking dummy. <laughs> like, how does that work out? You you dullard. I love you. <laughs> I love you, stupid. Now, are you saying she's dull? Like she's dumb? Like she often runs into walls, and you have to point her towards the door, or like she just doesn't read the big Travis, fancy books say, you read? He didn't say. He didn't say several IQ points less. He said several magnitudes less. The 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 light from his star would take a million years to get to her Earth. I think is what he's saying. <laughs> I, I, um, I mean, if she's, let's get this out there. If it's right, and you know what I'm talking about, if that's right, then a lot of this stuff will work. What do you, what do you mean? What's right? You know, I don't want, I'm a gentleman. Like that that front meat? Is that front meat is so right and so dope. Then a lot of these things will sort of pan out. like, Like, it's like, oh, that's a really fascinating story about, um, what Gordon Ramsay's into this week, I'm going to go ahead and bone you now. Is that cool? I'm, can, we, can we skip to that? I'm going to bet that in any relationship, there's always a balance. And I'm going to bet that there is some way that she is massively better than you. Mm-hmm. And it balances. I'm betting she is supremely more attractive than you. And you're supremely smarter. And you ugly the fuck. right there. This is fun. I, I like this question. <laughs> well, this question got a little mean, but I think... I think that we're just trying to bring you back down to reality. Uh, listen to this. We're several magnitudes smarter than you, and we still let you listen to our show. Exactly. Think, think about that. Because we've been trained uh, uh, in the arts of wisdom for many, many years. So we know basically everything, uh, despite what Bob Ball, our announcer, would have you believe. Maybe she's street smart. Ooh. 
I like that. She's she out spend there a like, lot of time on the street. Like you, you like you lose your wallet, and she says, "It ain't no thing. I'll go shake down Huggy, Huggy Bear." Yeah. <laughs> see what the word is. See if anybody's heard anything from Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> no, what? but the new Starsky and Hutch. I'm 30 With years Owen old. Wilson. What do you want from me? Yeah, it's from the new one. That's what I was. Re- Thank you, Travis. That's what I'm talking about. That Can you tell me who played Huggy Bear in the new Starsky and Hutch? Snoop Dogg. That'll be Snoop Dogg. All right. Dog. Well done. Well wow. done. Come on. Come on. Um, this is my first time through Rodeo. Um, maybe if you hang out with her long enough, she'll learn some shit. Yeah. Oh, but, but possible, dear sweet God, do not approach it like I'm going to better <laughs> you. Oh, God, hey, no. I know You're lucky to be dating me, stupid. I think we're go- we're planning on going on a date. How would you feel about a tutoring session instead? <laughs> the rain in Spain falls mainly in the plains. <laughs> this is fun. Isn't this better than a movie? I think it is. Well, no, sit back down. We only have a few more hours left, but... Ooh, it looks I, like you got a 62 on your test. So no, we can't watch Real Housewives tonight. <laughs> Sorry, sweetie. It's a it's a reward system. Um uh and 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 I got to adhere to it. I think the absolute worst thing you can do, um and just the thing that you should avoid doing no matter what is to um write into an an internet comedy program telling them how stupid your girlfriend is. <laughs> Because I don't care how dumb she is. She ain't too dumb to read the internet. Yahoo Answers <laughs> proves that out uh, every single week. Yep. Griffin. You want one? Speaking of which, I got a taste. I said it. I got a taste for it in my mouth. Uh, this one was sent in by Jacob Locker. Thank you, Jacob. It's by, Jail. by Yahoo Answers user. Jerry has Lion King. Um, <laughs> Congratulations, Jerry. Good work, Jerry. Good job, Jerry. I knew you'd afford it. Who asks... What would happen if I knock out the pizza guy? What if I'm running low on cash, but I'm really hungry? What if three of my friends are at my house and we ordered pizza? We have no cash, and we called the pizza guy. I'm wondering what would happen. This is, for all intents and purposes, the perfect crime. (laughs) Can we agree on that? I don't think there's any way this goes wrong. How is the pizza guy supposed to track him down with just his name, telephone number, and address? <laughs> and also, like, the pizza guy's going to wake up from the ground and be like, what just happened? This mystery's never going to get solved. He oh, also Jesus. knows your pizza preferences, too. So with Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> can you describe him? No, but I can tell you what kind of toppings he asked for on his pizza. Can you describe the man who assaulted you? Um, well, this is his name and his phone number and his address. And also, he likes pineapples on his on <laughs> And he asked me to draw a wizard on the box. He's a Chovies and Pep man. So you could just <laughs> look for people ordering Chovies and Pep on their pizza and, uh, and, and just arrest them. Um, I want to know what kind of beefcake pizza guy you've got that you need three of your friends to take you on. <laughs> yeah. Waiting in the bushes, one on top of the roof. He'll never see it coming. See, what's, um, what's disturbing is that if you ordered this pizza online, um, you, could, you could track it. You could track who is delivering your pizza. Like, you could get a name. Like, that makes it more personal. <laughs> like a- Shouldn't have brought that pizza, Derek. Punch. We're waiting for you, Derek. Hope you, hope you get here quick. Is there any other... I've always wondered if, if you ordered a pizza from a dude and he looks a little dogged, he looks a little tired, what if you just invited him in? It's like, hey, I'm not going to pay for this pizza, but do you want to chill with us and like, eat this pizza with us? Do you want to za up with us? And then you, when he's really full, 
you kill him and make a pizza out of him. Uh-huh. And then you eat that pizza. Then it's the perfect crime. Double pizza. You guys want to hear a true delivery story? <laughs> Double pizza. I, I don't know, Travis. You tell me. Um, I, I worked for a, a, I don't want to give the name, so we'll just say a popular sandwich delivery restaurant. Um, who might may or may not be known for being freaky fast. Let's call it Johnny and Jacks. <laughs> Johnny Jacks. I worked for Johnny Jacks, and it was around the corner from my friend Trevor Rose's house. And uh, oh, excuse me, Trevor David house. And Trevor David would call um, during parties and order sandwiches, so I could deliver a sandwich and take a shot, and then go back to work because I was not able to attend the party. Good for um, you. And so I would often deliver I don't know six or seven sandwiches a night back to that house. Living the life you want. (laughs) (laughs) Getting blitzed at Jimmy Jacks. Johnny Jacks, please. (laughs) Your older brother, Travis Griffin. (laughs) There's your role model. You just, you just, by saying that on the internet, you've been blackballed. You can never work at another Johnny Jacks ever again. You can never go back home. Time time out. Travis, are you telling me that you were. You're becoming a progressively drunker driver as the night went on. No, Is no, no. It was saying? literally down the alley from the Johnny Jacks. I would walk the sandwich there and walk back. But you, that drunkenness, I don't know if you know how drunk works, it stays with you for a while. So if somebody uh-huh. did call in an order, you'd be like, F- guys, I, I want to get I want to get your <laughs> sloppy mess to you, but I'm, I'm fucked. Fuck, I'm messed up. Hey, Jimmy Jacks, can I get a... Let me just get a a salami grand slam. Um, uh, dog, can you? What is on it? <laughs> dog, please come here and make it. Help I'm me. so fucked up. Where's the bread? Where do we keep it? I, that does make ordering a sandwich a lot more exciting, though. Uh huh. So there we go. <laughs> I hope that helps out. My wife just realized that my favorite hat has the phone number of an ex girlfriend inside the brim. She did not buy it. I did not have paper when I met her. <laughs> she did not buy it. I did not have paper when I met her. Should I throw the hat away? Hey, yeah. Gmail, I don't know you very well, but I'm going to play Law of Averages and say that if you're a man between, tw- well, let's say 18 and 35, you should throw the hat away. Yeah. You should probably not wear it. What was the, yeah. what was the thought process there? I want to know. The steps that got you from point A to point I'm going to write on my hat. If decapitated, please call. It just seems to me like they, there's so many there's so many options. Oh, I know. There's your hand, first and foremost. I'd rather have it written on my face, because I can wash my face. Yeah. Did the ex-girlfriend write it on the inside brim? Because if so, that would be kind of a baller way of, like, I'm in you. Like, you'll never forget <laughs> this number. <laughs> Wait, when you say in like bottom of the brim, are you talking about like the flat bill of the hat you've written it or like inside the hat? Ooh, that's a good point. Because if it's on the brim and you go to a NASCAR event and you get sweaty, then that number is gonna be on you backwards. Backwards? Hold hey, on, yeah. listener, how bad are you at wives that you couldn't lie better than this? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, this you got is a the number, number of hat. hat company. The hat store. The this hat is store the customer company. service number. It's the hat store. Please. We're trying to post for a family photo, please. Hey, hey Lids, um, we need to have a talk about your hat. I'm having some problems with it. I think it's low on coolant. Your hat is malfunctioning. 
having a malfunctioning hat problem. And luckily, I wrote the number of your of your emporium, of your haberdashery, uh, in in just in case I needed to contact you about a defective product. You don't tell her it's your girlfriend, listener. You should throw the hat away as punishment. That's your penance for being so stupid. You own a hat with, with that someone has written on. Why haven't you already thrown it away? Listen, we can lead a, we can lead you guys to water, but you got to lie to your wives for yourself. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> we can only do so much for you. I'm a native Texan who recently relocated to Melbourne, Australia for love, and I'm at a linguistic crossroads. Uh, people down here say mate all the time, like in the movies, and I can't make myself do it. I knew it. I say man in the same way, like, hey, thanks, man. I didn't really fly down under. Should I assimilate or should I shake them haters off? Linguistic blunder down under, a name created by Travis. <laughs> um, right, so I, I, my experience with this is that if you live in another country for any sort of extended period of time, you know, like Madonna... You will eventually start to pick up some of their um, what, what idiosyncrasies. What's the what's the what's the length of time? What is the appropriate length of time? Because I had friends in school who would go to a foreign country, come back two weeks later, and had completely reinvented themselves, just a completely different person. Travel changes you, Griffin. Travel you know changes what? you. You know what? I'm almost certain that is only a problem in America. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'd be willing to bet that English people don't come to America for two weeks and come back going, well, howdy, y'all. Yeah. Like, I promise that. Oh, I bet the they probably do, do. It's America. <laughs> like, I would want everybody cool. to know. What's the length of time, though? I'm going to say anything less than two years and you're just being a dick. Well, I, I think that it, once you pass a certain age, like if you're o- older than 22, you shouldn't. Like, I lived- you, you have formed. Your accent shouldn't change. I lived in a third world country with Sydney for a month, and I did come back really hungry. I don't know if that counts. Um, and all your t-shirts were were torn. My t-shirts sad. were like rat from 1985. I think that I think that you should soak it up. I think you should say mate because I think everybody wants to say mate, but um, just if if I hear anyone say mate that is not from Australia or the British Isles. Um, I get the strongest douche chills that I just want to fall to the ground and shake uncontrollably. Well, my friend Miranda is from Australia, and she says, like, good day, mate, and stuff like that. And it makes me, I still roll my eyes at her because it's like, come on, you're in America. You know? <laughs> I think that you can import that language. I think you can export it if you've been there long enough. But I just think it has to be authentic. And it sounds like you have the opportunity to, to make it authentic. Well, let me tell you something. I'll give you the same advice that I gave Miranda. I told Miranda, the beauty that you get uh, from being from a foreign country, now an expat living in another country, you can make up words and pretend like it's really common phrases mm-hmm. in America and be like, oh, yeah, we're just going to go flibble the doobble. And when they're like, what? And be like, oh, sorry, you guys don't have that here. You know what I mean? And like, those are little things that you can do to make yourself happy. Mm-hmm. And make everyone else think you're an asshole. <laughs> you don't so many of my suggestions end up that way, don't Travis they? basically runs an asshole charm school. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to go one way or the other. It's have you guys of... noticed how many listeners we have in Australia? There's yeah. a lot, right? And they're all super attractive. They all they like, all have like a attractive. crocodile Dundee sex tan. tool. 
Yeah, and they're they're very tolerant of being compared to Paul Hogan. Well, they which is, <laughs> I think you surprise you over all these years. I you have uh, to have thick skin. Uh, I like I'm cro- coming like to realize crocodile. like a crocodile. I'm coming to realize that I may be more into live music than any of my friends, or at least the only one into it enough to pay a non-refundable $250 on a drunken whim to go to Bonnaroo this year. I know at least Griffin is into music festivals, but if any of you had advice on a first-time attendee with seems like no backup, I'd really appreciate it. Alternatively, what is the best way to guilt convince my friends into going with me? Will G. Griffin. Who, boy. Help help this man. Uh, I haven't gone to Bonnaroo for two years, I think. Last time I went was, yeah, 2009. This is not important. Um... What yeah. you need to realize is that you're not just spending $250. You're spending a, a week without shower, which if I were to apply a, sort of a monetary sum to that, I would say that that, like the, the grief that you suffer, is worth at least $600, like 600 additional dollars. Um, Does that include like the shame of bathing in a fountain? They don't even let you do that anymore. Oh, Jesus. Uh, there is a fountain, but you can't bring soap or shampoo into it. Um, it's 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 a it's an endurance sport. Depending on which one you go to, like there there are some music festivals that are, for instance, there's Pitchfork in, here in Chicago and Lollapalooza here in Chicago, where I can just go to those and then come home and sleep in my bed. Like those are awesome, and everyone should definitely go. You should go to Bonnaroo too. You just need to go ahead and realize that it's there's toils. It's rough stuff because it's 110, 110 degrees all the time, and there's nothing you can do. Like there's nowhere you can go to to seek respite from the. From and what the I remember from stuff. Griffin telling me is that to get in and get out, like plan on a solid like half day of being yeah. in traffic, and then last time your campsite. Last time I went, and it took me ten hours uh, waiting in line to to get in. It was, it was I, a I, a nightmare. I only have one Bonnaroo pro tip to share with you. What's um, that? This is just a frequent attendee. Uh, don't be the guy who gets hit by the bus. Every year, there's a guy, and he's like, I don't know if he's hanging out. He's, he's hanging out. He drops some some opium, and he's wandering through the through the sound garden. And then yeah. what happens? And, just, and then through the band sound garden. He hangs out with the band sound garden. And then he, as they're leaving, he's waving goodbye. Goodbye, sound garden. Thank you for hanging out with me. Oops, I dropped my opium bus. Like that. <laughs> once a year, there's a guy who gets hit by a bus, and you just can't. Just don't be that guy. Don't be bus guy. And sure and if enough, you hear about a guy getting hit by a bus. Whoa, fucking chill out. Like do whatever. You're invincible. Every year, just one. Every year, a man does get hit by a bus, and every year, shortly after that news hit that AP newswire, I would get a call from my dad just to make sure it wasn't me. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. And you're like. Hey, you Come on, hey, that's you actually stupid why Griffin idiot. stopped going. Griffin stopped going to Bonnaroo because he knew his number was up. Were you the one who jumped in front of that bus, you big dummy? <laughs> like, no, Dad, I have I got sense in my head. First of all, to get Bonnaroo takes place on a giant campground, to get to a place where buses are, that's a journey. That's a walk. Like that's that's a good uh, couple of miles. Oh, Bonnaroo. Come for the music, stay to see the herd thin. If you're floating on <laughs> oak if you're floating on ope, if ope floats, which is what I refer to taking opium, you're not going to have the mental faculties required to find road. Um, don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. Hey, listen, uh, we, uh, we want to say one last time before we, we go into the final stretch one, of the show. One last thing, though. What? I did get prostatitis at Bonnaroo. <laughs> okay. Real talk. 
just watch your prostate because it's going to try and do some shifty shit. It's going to try and catch you. It's going to come at you from all sides. Um, so that's that was worth, I would say, $25,000. Just Thank hidden costs. Hidden costs. Keep them in mind. Uh, hidden costs. Uh, before, we, before we head into the final rush, I did want to say thank you so much to the people who've already supported us this week uh, during the Maximum Fund Pledge Drive. Uh, we're, we're, our goal is 1,200 new donors. <clears throat> we have crossed 400 last night, so we're, we're on pace. Uh, but we need you, specifically you, yes, you, uh, sitting at home, listening to this, driving. Well, not driving. Wait till you're where you're going. But uh, I just want to say thank you to people like Dan Stapleton, who gave, uh, our boss and dear friend Chris Grant gave, um, LMM not only gave but convinced his dad, who's only listened to one episode, to give. Kind of big coup. I would like to say a special thanks. Whoa! Because he he tried to come up with a question and he couldn't, so he asked that we say this because he donated and I'm willing to give this to him. Hey Scott and Pocatello, you're doing all right. Your kids love you, and there's a lady out there who's itching to get down with you. Whoa! All right, Scott, chin up, buddy. And, and in case you think he's not an OG, over on the, the MaximumFun.org forums, which you should go to and join up and come hang out there, our boy Mega Jessup, yeah, he's a $50 a month donor. He's basically rolling Whoa. deep. Yeah, he's getting those blondies made specifically by Jesse Thorne and his lovely wife, Teresa. And uh, along with the Eton radio and the e- and the tote bag make- made by Eco Bags and... Uh, the stickers, the membership card, which guarantees you a free hug at any time from each of the three of us. I actually, I upped the ante on Twitter. Did um, you? I did, and it, I, I, I promised spooning. Oh, shit. Wow. I'll spoon somebody. Five, five minutes of spooning. Your choice. You want to be a big spoon? You want to be little spoon? Do you want to be middle spoon? Do you want to be Did two average size? the three of us together? We can do a four-way spoon. Oh my! No, God. we can't actually. We, we will make do that. a full-on silverware drawer <laughs> on you. We cannot do that thing that you just said, but other things, not that one though. Teaspoon, uh, tablespoon, soup spoon, secret spoon. That's us. Is it? Yep. I don't know that that is. Don't us. you? Don't you ever tell though? Uh, <laughs> listen. Uh, also, we want to say Sunday, which we won't get to talk to you again. Before then, um, Sunday at uh, nine to seven p.m. Pacific. So it's obviously. Try know. that again. Seven to nine p.m. What did I say? You said nine to seven. Okay. Yeah, it's a fucking all night gym arena. <laughs> <laughs> no, seven to nine p.m. Of course, that's ten to eleven on a fuck it. God, summer. <laughs> Jesus, Justin. Bitch. All right, Sunday, March thirteenth. Okay. From seven to nine p.m. Pacific. Which is 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Not even close, dog. (laughs) Still ain't got it, dog. 10 to midnight, Eastern Standard Time. Jesus, pleases. Jesus Christ. That's going to be the Max Fun Drive finale. It's it's where it all comes to a head. And there's going to be a Jordan Jessica live video stream and they're going to be giving away a bunch of crap there too in, in, in addition to asking people for you know last minute donations like that scene in UHF there's going to be there's going um, to be an Xbox 360 being given away some games 
cool stuff like that. So make sure you tune on tune into that and just go to maximumfun.org. Also, and, I want to uh, just quick thanks to everybody on Twitter um, that has donated and like made a point of saying, "Hey, I donated, and you should too." We really appreciate um, everybody challenging their friends and followers, and everybody who's just brought any kind of attention to the Max Fun Drive. We really appreciate it, and I'll try to keep up with you know retweeting those and giving you guys as much attention as I can. Uh, thanks, everybody. Yeah, if you if you donate, don't be don't be shy. Go ahead and shout it out and talk about how make you make everybody else feel bad. And shun, mm-hmm. if your people don't give, shun them. Just shun them. Turn your back on Shun them. I don't know if our dad's given, and he's shunned, and he's in the bonus episode. Oh, we can tell you the bonus episode has our dad, has John Hodgman, has Jordan and Jesse, has uh, Brent. Has my friend Brentel Floss, Brent Brent Floss from the show. From, from his show. Um, and so, so Dave, Dave really, and Graham from Stop Podcasting Yourself. Dave and Graham. Oh, my God. It's a it's jam-packed. So, um, again, MaximumFun.org forward slash donate if you can we really really do appreciate it. you guys made seriously a great great showing from mbmbam but we want them to know how we do we want them to know we're trying we, to bring the thunder some of us are trying to bring thunder over here but anyway <clears throat> thank you so much uh i i have a question that i've been looking forward to asking you guys okay. uh for 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 a while now but i've been managed to restrain myself uh Serious problemo in England. That's not. I. What? This problemo? That's not English speak. That's what they say. Uh, uh, serious problemo in England. I recently impregnated my wife for the third time, and she is now insisting that I close down my baby factory by having the man snip. But I'm not sure I fancy that. What are your thoughts? And please help me, Dave in England. Dave, I'm almost certain that by mansnip you mean cutting off your penis, and I can't get behind that. No, he means a doctor with a degree taking a scalpel, cutting his wiener open, mm. and hurting it. <laughs> and hurting it in a... <laughs> no! Yes, that's what he means. Like, that's the... No! Yeah, that's the gag. Is that's that, what he's hey, saying. Hey, Dave, listen, straight up. All your life, from birth till now... You have had one true friend who's always been with you, and it's your wiener. <laughs> your wiener's there for you when your wife has not been. It's your twenty-four-seven. Your wiener has been there to support you as much as he can. I, this is what you're going to do to him. I have to 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 interject here and say that those few weeks when I got back from Bonnaroo, my wiener and I were not on speaking terms. <laughs> well, sometimes you and your friends quibble. Sometimes we had a skirmish with your friends. There was some sometimes Griffin's friend dribbles. It's, uh, <laughs> there was some bad blood there, <laughs> literally. Uh, li- literally. What is a oh, what no. is a vasectomy? How does that work? I've never understood a vasectomy. Is it just like you don't jizz anymore? Like what happens? No, your your vast your vast deference that um, transports basically the 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 sem- the sperm into your semen is snipped and sewn off. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're so still angry. shooting. You're still you're shooting blanks basically. So, you got the powder, but you don't have the lead. The surgery works like this. They cut your wiener open, and if you're lucky, you die on the table. <laughs> you know what I think is even freakier? It's like an it, it's like an outpatient procedure. Like, you're in, you're out, half hour. You haven't even finished your copy of Highlights before yeah. you're back out in the world with a cut-up penis. You're reading Goofus and Gallant while they're flaying your dick. Like... <laughs> Well, they're and playing P- your- P.S. If that's happening to you, you're a goofus. <laughs> <laughs> you won't find that in the magazine, but I've been reading for a while. You're a goofus. You're trust me on this. You're- <laughs> Gallant doesn't let his dick get eviscerated like a fried hot dog. <laughs> goofus, however, cannot say the same. 
Gallant learns to wrap it up before his wife wants his wiener cut off. Hey, Gallant. Hey, Goofus. Maybe try like a condom. If you, I and mean, like I don't the know. Pill. It's a one-two punch. Dave, there are so many solutions for you to well, pursue before the this old one. Princeton pullout. What's that? The old, the old classy, classy pullout. It's where you pull out while waving a banner for Princeton. <laughs> You're wearing mm. knee-high socks at the time. Cursed yes. local Harvard men. <laughs> um, In your fur jacket. Make, make sure you have a tiny pennant. You dress like John, fat John Favreau from Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, don't do this thing. This thing that you're saying, don't do it. It's It's, it's just it's, so scary. It's just horrifying. Like, I, I will say, though, as somebody who has been married for years, if you do this thing, this thing that she is saying to you, you've won. Yep. You've won the relationship forever. Yeah, now, there's I mean, that not is a, a pretty big trump card. That that would uh, that wraps up every single, hey, you didn't leave the uh, uh, toilet seat down for me. Yeah, I started looking at my dick scar and thinking about how I'm half a man. Yeah. So maybe you'll just put it down yourself. Do you want to rent The Expendables or Eat, Pray, Love? I don't know. Let me consult with my ruined member. <laughs> <laughs> see, and let's just see what he, oh, this just in, Expendables. It's just, the more you talk about it, the more I'm just getting sad for Dave's wiener. Yeah. Poor Dave's wiener. That's what He has really... no input in this. Um, Dave, don't do it. Dave, don't, don't do, do it. it. Do it. Griffin says do it. I don't know why Griffin's saying do it. that. It's, but... I, I hear that it makes it it makes sex feel better after it. Oh, like down downtown? Like down there. Yeah, because nothing like numbing surgery to make something more pleasurable. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That only lasts, that only lasts for some. Scar tissue. Uh, so I want to hear Griffin's last No, question. sir. No? I no, got, you want more show? I got something. You got something? As you know, we've done Flip the Calendar over. It's a whole new month. Ah, oh, fuck. And you know what that means? <laughs> oh, God damn it. I knew that. I know. I do know what this means, Griffin. It means it's time for us to, to, to take appreciation, take some stock in our lives, and share some wisdom for some March monthly observances. Oh, Jesus. Now, my alarm didn't go off this morning, and I basically ran full throttle into this show and didn't have time to pick something out of this list. So I'm going to go down, and uh, I think we should focus all our attention on one, but I need your guys' help to help me pick that one. So I'm just going to name my favorite ones off this list, and then we can choose the one that we want to share wisdom about. Got it. Bell peppers and broccoli month. (laughs) Uh Crunchy, good. Exotic winter fruit and leeks and green onions month. A lot of produce. <laughs> a lot of produce this month. I'm not sure I know enough about them, but I'm glad they can all hang out in their own month. Yeah. Um, International Expect Success Month. <laughs> okay, there it is. I like that. International Mirth Month. <laughs> it's every month here. My brother, my brother, and me. Um, National Cheerleading Safety Month. I like that one. It's dangerous. National no, Clean topic. Up Your IRS Act Month. Excuse me? Sure. Um, let's hey, MC Hammer. That's a gone long enough. I think this might actually be the winner. National Eye Donor Month. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Right now. 
We don't need to go any further. Yeah, I'm going down national the list. Eye donor month. Nothing beats Friends, eye donors. March, March is National Eye Donor Month. So think about it. Are your kids really worth looking at with both? <laughs> my brother, my brother, and me. Look around. See the flowers blooming and the children smiling. Well, some people can't, Stingy. Give up one of them. My brother, my brother, and me. That one didn't flow quite as well as you anticipated, did it? No. How about this one? You know that Jessica Alba movie, The Eye, where she gets the eye donation, and then she sees demons, and it really fucks her shit up? That only happens, like, one out of every five (laughs) eye donations. So don't worry about it. My brother, my brother, and me. I only have eyes for you, literally. My brother, my brother, and me. No, again, I don't think you... Damn it! No. Uh, you're... Uh, you want to be a Cyclops? <laughs> my brother, my brother, Um, It... Um, it's like... Uh, there's... Nope. Um, the air has just been sucked out of this room. <laughs> it's like taking your contacts out only, like, times a thousand. <laughs> my brother, my brother, and me. There you go. Um, See you back on the horse. Eye patches... Uh huh. <laughs> what it's, else are you gonna do with all those? It's eye patches? like a permanent wink. My brother, my brother, and me. <laughs> um. Hey, do you need do you need a tiny hole to hide a secret treasure map in? We got you. My brother, my brother. And you me. know what you've been wanting to try for a while? Skull fucking. My brother, my brother, and me. Maybe I'll get one of Justin Bieber's. <laughs> My brother, my brother, man. I like that. That I like that. The idea is that everyone is trading one you're, to the you're left. Presupposing there's some crazy eye swap going on. <laughs> Does that come Change on? Change places. <laughs> Musical eyeballs, and somebody ends up Helen Keller. <laughs> my new eyeball. My new left eyeball is too big, and now I look like Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> That's what happened. To- <laughs> Something happened to uh, to Peter Laurie at some point, I guess. <laughs> His is just trying to get away. <laughs> it's like one of those dogs in in every Disney movie ever, like Milo and Otis. That eye's just trying to get home. <laughs> it's unruly. I like I like it. Um, I, I'm going down this list, and there's also Play the Recorder Month. <laughs> Play the Recorder. I month. think we could have turned some comedy out of because people because people. You thought that people were indifferent to you playing guitar in the quad. Well, just <laughs> just hold on one second. Play the recorder. It's like a flute for bitches. My brother, my brother. <laughs> my brother, my brother. Um, you're, you're, you're just 10th the man Zamfir is. My brother, my brother. My. Zamfir reference. Yeah, Starsky and Hutch and Zamfir this week, I think. I'll take it. How take deep it are those cuts? There? I'm going out to the boneyard. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get some deep cuts. Uh, so I, 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 now I do actually want to hear Griffin's last question. Uh, but, but first, just real quick, this is a big, big deal right now. Where can people find it, Griffin? This thing that, that, that we've created. Well, not we've created. We did the minimal that has been created for us. No, well, I mean, we, we were involved. In what? Oh, the comic? Yeah. Uh, I'll put it up on the org front page. And you will see it there. And uh, it is a four-page comic called My Brother, My Brother, Me Origins, written by me and illustrated by 
uh, our dear friend, Michael Maney. Um, you should follow him on Twitter, by the way. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-M-A-Y-N-E. You follow him. He has a great comment called Body Lass. Um, and he... I, 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 I'm not lying when I say that the comic is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. It, it totally beats the shit out of anything we've ever done, which is kind of yeah. disappointing. It kind of is, is depressing, yeah. But uh, if you like it, follow him. Tell everybody to go get his comic, Bonnie Lass. Um, and because it, it is a it is a sort of a faux origin story, I guess, of of my for brother. Origin. A foragin story of how my brother, my brother, and me got started. Um, it's it, like I said, he he did a lot of work on it, and I think it's I even if I hadn't written it, I would think it's really funny because I it is just objectively great uh and also you can go to bon, uh, mainly because of what he did i didn't really do that much but uh you can go to bonnielastcomic.com and and see some more of his work um but but it's a super nice thing he did it's actually his idea we didn't have to badger him into it which is kind of nice too uh this week you should come see us uh at pax east if you're going headed out that way um I, I think griffin and i will both be at the joystick podcast live friday 7 30 um, I forget. The I, I can't stress enough how much I will not be there. He, the extent to which Travis will not be there cannot be measured by traditional instruments. I mean, he will really not be there. This would be but, a good time uh, for you to come and tell us that you donated and come get your spoon on. Come get a spoon. I'm going to say hugs, but Griffin will be offering some spooning. Where some are we light laying spooning. down? I don't know. Maybe on this ocean of sumo chairs that are all over the place. God, it's going to be like a comfortable, like a, it'll be like Nirvana. Yeah, and and uh, uh, of course one last time before we go and, and think about it. This is the last time I've talked about this for a year. If you guys step up and really just crush it, it's the Max Fun Pledge Drive. Uh, at the very least, get in there, make your 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 five buck pledge, and get your stickers and your membership card and your bonus content, your free shows, your free videos, all that all that loot, and walk away with most importantly. A, a warm and toasty feeling inside of you because you helped develop the Thermoboner, A. B, helped to support uh, something you like uh, as much as we hope you like us. And, um, and or, or if you can't if you can't get five bucks, give more. <laughs> come on. Step up. Get, make it hurt. All we Cut want, deep. all we ask is that you take it to the limit. Just take it to the limit. If you yeah. can do $35, you get a freaking... AMFM radio that charges itself like a like some sort of magic thing and charge your phone too. It's incredible. If you don't let me ask you this: if you give a one-time donation of a million dollars, I will have sex with you. Whoa! <laughs> You're welcome. No, no, You're no. Welcome. Propose. What's that movie? Indecent proposal. It's, uh, sexy proposal. Sexy proposal time. Million bucks. I'll fuck you. I'll break you off. Fuck. No big deal. Dude or lady? Dude or lady? You Dude making lady? any boundaries? Ah. If it's a dude, I'm gonna say 1.5 mil, just because that would be a that would be a pretty significant change in my life. That would constitute a pretty, <laughs> pretty big sea change. It's a pretty crazy branch. Um, so in order for that to pan out, I'm gonna need a little little extra cheddar, a little extra Velveeta on them uh, Notch Bros. Uh, <laughs> but for a lady, beautiful, beautiful lady, one mil. For a not so beautiful lady, 1.2. We'll, 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 okay. We'll, <laughs> what about a beautiful man? Beautiful man, 1.2. Sounds good. <laughs> hey, <Beautiful laughs> so I think we lady. just learned a Griffin McElroy secret, which is hot dudes and ugly women are the same <laughs> sexuality. In the same biosphere. Uh, 
uh, as as always, you can go to mbmbam.com, uh, find all the ways to ask us questions. Uh, thank you guys for your support, and thanks for hanging out with us, and we hope you appreciate the comic, which is just sort of our little way of saying thanks for being here, and thanks for thanks for uh, being our friends still. And um, Griffin, last question. Uh, uh, this one was sent in by Jacob Locker as well. Thanks, Jacob Locker. It's by Yahoo Answers user Spana, who asks... Can babies see spirits? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. This is your dad. Square on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part.